At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on v the sports betting network. Hour three of v Prime Time, presented by BetMGM. Tim Murray here in Las Vegas. Sean King on the road down there at the site of Super Bowl 57, Radio Row, where we have been all week and will continue to be. We've had a couple visitors stop by the set so far this evening, and uh, we'll continue to have more and more as the week goes on. The list of great guests uh, will continue to flow all week long here on VEASAN. Sean, two hours in, you know, that jet lag gets you, that that 45-minute flight, you know, so are you doing all right hanging in there with us? Hey, listen, I'm doing great, man. The set looks amazing. I mean, it's a vibe in here. Like, we're a little late in the evening, so, like, a lot of the, 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 the elite celebrities are out on the town as we speak, but, man, I'm loving it. Uh, great to be here. I'm actually really interested in talking to JVT, mm. I want to know, is there something going on between Anthony Davis and LeBron James? I mean, LeBron James hits a fadeaway to become the NBA's all-time leading scorer, and AD's kind of just chillaxing on the bench. He didn't stand up. He didn't clap. Jalen Rose came out today and called him petty, jealous. Like, that doesn't look like a marriage is going to last that long. I'm just being honest. I mean, the trade deadline is, what, tomorrow? Does the, Do the Lakers decide to try and move AD? I mean, is this something where this is the last of, of this little get-together that, that we're going to experience? I mean, did you think it was anything odd about him not participating in the cele- celebrat- cele- celebratory part of LeBron reaching that milestone? I, I definitely thought it was odd. I mean, him sitting down... Uh, not celebrating at all. It was it was bizarre. Also, he played like complete and utter trash last night. I mean, he he looked like he was a ghost. I mean, and that's the thing that's got to be frustrating is that he has these moments. I mean, you look at his numbers this year, Sean, and JVT could speak to this better than I could. But I mean, he he's an he's an all he's playing at an all star level uh, based off of the numbers, but he just has those types of performances uh, that we saw last night in the uh, ultimate loss uh, there for. The uh, the Lakers, um, so um, and I'm glad you brought that up because because a couple people got at me at Twitter today. I was asking about the record and, and the three point line. Here's the problem I have with truly embracing the modern day NBA player. 
Right. As we sit, the Lakers are not in the playoffs. They're even outside of the four teams that participate in the play-in. They are six-and-a-half-point favorites against a bottom-dweller, Oklahoma City Thunder. LeBron has 36 points with 10.9 seconds to go in the third period. He ends the game with 38 points in a three-point loss to the great Shy Gilders Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, I get getting the record, but how about winning the actual game? And if you can score 36 in three quarters, how can we only get two in the fourth? Like, that's the problem. Like, go out and win the game. Listen, I know it's cool. I love the outfit. Salute to you. Great accomplishment. But come really, on, man. Let's are win we, the are game. We really, Winning I, the game matters. It's it's like it's like the hot take I saw yesterday on Twitter. Are they really stopping the game, you know, in the third quarter? No, I'm not worried about yeah, stopping it's, the game. It's I'm fine February with that part. 7th against Oklahoma City. Relax, people. Don't, right. don't, let's not pretend like well, you've been locked in on the Lakers and Thunder, you know, all night long. Um, no, they need, and, and here's the thing, Sean, they needed that win. They, they need every win. And when you're a home yeah, favorite, that's, that's why I put the context, you know, they're, they're not in the playoffs and, currently. And, and here's the thing. Ultimately, the facts are, they're just not a very good basketball team. And that's what it all come, kind of comes down to, regardless of what moves they might don't potentially you tell, do. Don't you tell them that. <laughs> Have you seen their payroll? Don't you dare say they're not a good basketball team. Look, they, they, I mean, they got the championship, and, you know, they were banking on AD being more consistent. I mean, you can't ask for more than a dude in his 20th season in the NBA <laughs> averaging 30 points a game, Sean. Yeah. So it's like. He's balling. But, I mean, they should have never but, made mean, the Russell Westbrook trade. If you can score 36 and three quarters. Can you at least give me six in the fourth so you guys can beat the Oklahoma City Thunder? That's all I'm asking. I don't feel like I'm going overboard and asking that, right? No. Jeez. I mean, yeah, that's uh, it's it's fair. Somebody was waiting on the Lakers. Somebody was waiting on the Lakers on the money line as the last leg of an All NBA parlay, and he let them down. Well, don't be uh, don't be putting in Tuesday night NBA money line uh, parlay. I think the Thunder. I want to say. Uh, are the most profitable team in the NBA. So, uh, you know, we should have uh, last night seen them catching six and a half and uh, and rolled with the Thunder uh, in that spot. Uh, by the way, uh, Iowa State, West Virginia has gone to the half, 36 to 30, West Virginia leading, which is good. However, right. uh, West Virginia's leading scorer, um, Eric Stevenson, left the game, uh, looked like he was a bit woozy, took a block, Head hit the ground and had to be helped to the locker room. So we'll see if uh, he's available in the second half, Sean. So uh, something to monitor there. Thirty-six well, I took to NC Wilmington. I took NC Wilmington plus ten. They're down nineteen at the half. So I'd much rather be in the West Virginia position, where if we win the second half, we cover, than the NC Wilmington position where we need like this massive comeback to get this thing into the single-digit range. So. Uh, Boston is second um, half has just started. Both me and you have uh, Boston U tonight. They're down, it's up 20, I think, they're, two they're, points based on them. They're up 29-28. Okay, yeah, I'm a little bit behind. So you just get a score updates because yeah. I think your internet's working better than mine. So <laughs> I also have, you're going to correct me. I also have seven televisions in this studio, so. <laughs> that that helps, right? I'll, I'll, I'll do, the, uh, I'll do the scores updating. Uh, you you give us the, uh, the great anal- analysis and interviews down there. On, uh, on Radio Row. Uh, Sean is with us, uh, and we'll be on Radio Row the remainder of the week. Sean and I will have the halftime show, so forget Rihanna. We'll have the halftime show for you on Super Bowl Sunday right? here on VEASAN, and uh, we'll have the postgame show as well. I'm with you. I mean, you can watch Rihanna at Man. halftime of the Super Bowl, or you can tune in to VEASAN and catch Sean and Tim, Tim and Sean. I mean, that's an easy choice, easy decision, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, Rihanna's already rich. She's already wealthy. Like, you watching her isn't going to put any money in your pocket. But guess what? If you tune in halftime of the Super Bowl, me and Tim are going to tell you how to attack or instruct you how to attack the second half. And let's get to that window and make some dollars make some sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um so once again, we're going to talk to uh, Jonathan Von Tobel coming up here uh, momentarily. Um, Sean, you mentioned it to start the show, and let's just revisit it here a little bit. Just the the feel down there. You've been running into you know your former teammates, people you worked with, people you've bumped into in the league. We've had you know we had uh, earlier in the show Robert Turbin who played in the Super Bowl as well. It, it seems like the feel, at least from what you're gathering, is. 
uh, a bit of a lean towards the gang green down there in uh, in Arizona. Yeah, it definitely seems to be a, a pro-Eagle city thus far. Again, it's still early in the week, but I have seen a lot more Eagle paraphernalia, uh, Eagle uh, jerseys, uh, Eagle hats than I have Chiefs, but it's still early. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm going to side with Patrick Mahomes no matter what anyone else says. Uh, I'm taking Mahomes, Andy Reid, two weeks to get prepared. Uh, him and his staff will do a great job. They've been in this situation before. You know, I think we're going to see one of those all-world games from Patrick Mahomes. I can't wait to see the quarterback. For some reason, people still think the ankle is an issue. That's probably one of the evaluations that, that I just don't understand, Tim. He bounced back in a week versus the Bengals, and there really was not any blatantly evident signs that something was hurting him. Like, if you didn't know Patrick Mahomes had sprung his ankle and came out of the previous game for a while, and you just tuned in and watched Chiefs Bengals, he wasn't limping. I mean, he wasn't favoring Late that leg. You know, now he gets a – right. Yeah, but now he gets another two weeks, uh, you know, to, to rehab, you know, to get it fully strengthened. I, I just think unless, like I mentioned, somebody falls on it early and re-aggravates it, I don't see it being an issue. Uh, I do think if I'm Steve Spagnuolo, I'm taking shots on Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm attacking the mesh point. And when I say mesh point, when you do the zone read and he's riding that ball and he's reading the linebacker or the D tackle or the rotation of the safeties, man, you can attack that mesh point and hit him regardless whether he pulls it or keeps it. And that's what I would do. You know, that's the one thing as a former coordinator, quarterback coach, that really gave us problems in our QB zone uh, run game was when they attacked the mesh point. And uh, that's something that if I was – on the chief staff that I would recommend, especially early in the game. Let's go hit Jalen. Let's try and, and rattle him. Let's try and get him thinking about something other than who to read on this zone read run game. So if you're Steve Spagnolo, you know, and Jalen Hurts is, is such a threat, obviously utilizing his legs, Sean, and you mentioned let's get some licks on him. They like to run that read option. You know, it, as a defensive coordinator going into this game, Sean, do you try to take away anything in particular? Are you trying to take away, all right, don't let Jalen Hurts keep it on these reads? How do you go about um, you know, attacking this unique offense? Because let's be honest, this is an offense that hasn't been around in the NFL for that long. It's maybe been like a decade, even less than that. Well, first of all, you have to give Nick Sirianni a lot of credit. He does a good job of formationing you uh, into certain alignments, they do a great job of the running backs that they have are fast and evasive in space. So if you get them in one-on-one -on -one situations, you still have to make the tackle. But the one thing I don't think you can do with this defense is be passive. I think you've got to get vertical pressure. I think you have to assign somebody to not have the quarterback, but to hit the quarterback. So anytime you have these run game principles and you're in a one-gap defense, everybody responsible for a gap, but instead of having that backside in, hesitate, and does the running back have to, I'm going to just go hit the quarterback. I'm going to get them out of this by just hitting the quarterback. Well, for, uh, for you and me, I hope that is the case. Uh, we will uh, pivot know, away right? from the Super Bowl here for just a moment, even though JVT, our guy, has plenty of thoughts, I'm sure, on the Super Bowl as well. But Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, the NBA trade deadline is tomorrow what does he expect to happen? And are there some futures bets to take a look at? More Beast in Primetime next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. in primetime with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to Open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Tim Murray back here in our Circus Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Sean King on site down there at... Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona. And we go to another location right now and bring in our senior NBA analyst here on VEASAN, the one and only JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel. JVT, last night, it was a, a cool night at uh, whatever they call Staples these days, Crypto Center, um, to see LeBron break the record. But the bigger news and the more important news regarding the, you know the betting markets is this Potential trade that's still got a lot of things to, to work out here, but it seems like the the workings are Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell likely headed to the Lakers. So let's just say so that Tim, happens. Breaking, breaking, yeah. So, Tim, break, breaking news. I just added you guys on Twitter. Wolds just reported that that deal is done, and it has all the particulars okay. with who goes where. I just added both of you yep. on Twitter. All right, so I will read this to you guys right now. Uh, Woj tweeted this out a couple minutes ago. Lakers finalizing a deal to land D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt, including Mike Conley and the picks to the Timberwolves, Russell Westbrook, and a lightly protected 2027 first-round pick to the Jazz. Juan Toscano-Anderson and Damian Jones go to the Jazz, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker go to the Timberwolves. So once again, Lakers JVT uh, getting D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. What does that do in your eyes to odds to make the playoffs, how this team plays moving forward? What do you think of that trade? Um, Sorry, I'm looking over it right now. Um, Let's see. Trade including Mike Conley to the Timberwolves. I mean, <clears throat> I don't hate it, right? So it's essentially what the Lakers are Obviously, adding it's depth along the wing. You're getting rid of uh, Russell Westbrook, so that kind of helps because Westbrook, I'd like the market making him a six man of the year favorite was asinine. He had not been playing particularly well, especially from an efficiency <laughs> standpoint. It's just the fact that the Lakers across his chest was the reason why. Um, so you know, you move off of Westbrook and you get your other pieces to add along the wing. It's I think it's a relatively solid deal there for the Los Angeles Lakers. And especially guys like, look, like Malik Beasley, the Jazz were kind of selling high on him. He's had a relatively solid year. The efficiency numbers aren't like particularly great. 
Uh, when he's on the floor, the Jazz net rating uh, it worsens by 7.9 points per 100 possessions. And uh, Jared Vanderbilt has not been particularly efficient on the defensive end of the floor, so it hasn't been awesome. Um, so that's the case. But when you talk about like that, it's not terrible for them, but I don't think I'm running to bet them to win the Western Conference. Yeah, there's, I mean, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Go ahead, no, go ahead Tim. No, no, go ahead. It, it, it was interesting for me because we were talking right before you got on, JVT, about AD not participating in LeBron's shining moment last night. And, you know, cameras catch everything now. So maybe we're reading too much into it. I doubt it very seriously. I don't see if you're my homeboy, my teammate, and I rock with you, that you could have this kind of milestone happen and me just kind of sit back and be like, uh, oh, oh, shucks. I was thinking maybe AD might be involved in something. Is this a move that you think makes the Lakers better? Because I just don't see how this gets them from where they're at to where they're trying to go, which is a legitimate Western Conference title contender. I I think both can be true, right, Sean? Like, I think they can be better, but not the team that, you know, can compete in a Western Conference, at least among some of the better teams in the Western Conference, right? So I I think that those are kind of going hand in hand. Like, are they a little bit better? Yeah, like, like Wing, I think, was one of their issues. Uh, they needed more depth. They needed more 3 and D type players. And these aren't like perfect 3 and D type guys, but they're something. They're switchable pieces that should help you defensively. They have not been very good on that end of the floor. So I think that does kind of help you, right? It addresses some of the weaknesses. But at the same time, I think it was such a high mountain for this team to climb that that was going to be a little bit of a problem for them. So I think that's really when you're looking at it, like, does it make them better? Yeah. But does it close the gap between them and the teams they'll compete with? You know, Denver um, will throw Memphis, New Orleans when they're fully healthy, the Clippers, the Warriors when they're fully healthy. I'm not entirely sure that's the case. We're talking once again to Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst at me, JVT. Before we get to the uh, the big trade from the uh, from the weekend, uh, I do want to take a look at tonight's board in the NBA because I know there is an angle you're looking at. I don't know if you fired just yet, uh, but you do have the debut of Kyrie Irving. He's facing the Clippers, but uh, what is the angle you're looking at in this game tonight in Los Angeles? Yeah. I think what you're looking at here is uh, the team total for the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers have been playing some pretty good basketball offensively uh, over the last month or so. They've really started to work their offense and started to get it kind of together. And that's been one of the big issues for them uh, throughout this season, guys, right? I think on the year, they're still in like the 20s, like maybe 19th now in offensive efficiency and non-garbage time. But over the last 13 games, we're talking about an offensive rating of 121.2. And that really helps, right? Because you have some more continuity with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the floor together. Uh, On the other hand, you get the Dallas Mavericks, who are really a lesser defensive version of themselves from last year, and they have been playing very poorly on the defensive end of the floor. They don't really have any more wing pieces to match up with the Los Angeles Clippers and what they bring to the table with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard now with Dorian Finney-Smith out of there. And they're somewhat small, too. I mean, if you're going to look at some of the projected lineups, you have Reggie Bullock starting a power forward, if that's going to be the case. You're talking about six foot five ish six foot six. Uh, they're a little bit on the small end, and they're not as talented defensively, right? Like the Suns are a little bit small, too, when it comes to their forward position, right? Because you're starting two six six guys, but those are solid defenders in their own right that can stand up to some of these bigger dudes. It's not the case for the Mavericks. So instead of laying what might be a little bit of a bloated number here, it was the same case the other night against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, either betting a team over or betting a team total over for the Los Angeles Clippers, I think, is the way to go here as we move forward against some of these lesser defensive teams. So I would look out for that tonight. And just kind of looking out for what the Mavericks look like as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Moving forward, as we look at some of the things that have transpired, JVT, uh, of course, the big news this week, uh, Kyrie Irving and one of the Morris twins, I can never tell them apart. They kind of look the same. I guess what twins do, right, is is look like the other one. Uh, They're now a member of the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, the Mavericks kind of gave back, you know, whatever perimeter defense they had with – Mm-hmm. Uh, Den Woody and, and, and Finley Smith. Is, is this a point now because the West, I think, and I was talking to Tim about this, a little watered down. Should you kind of jump into this Dallas Mavericks to win the Western Conference futures market? Or, or you think this is just a whole lot of to do about nothing? No, I like I, Sean, I think the Mavericks are dangerous in any one series, right? Like, and I would say really against anybody. Luka Doncic terrorized the Clippers all by himself in two consecutive playoff series. And and that was a really big pain. And now if a team like the Clippers wants to see them, well, they have to deal with Kyrie Irving off ball as well as dealing with Luka Doncic. So any best of seven series against any team in the West, I would say absolutely the Dallas Mavericks have a fighting shot against any one of them. The question is, do they have it in them to win three, four series? And that's where I think you start to get some of the issues because this is not going to be a good defensive team. 
right? The, the, the difference between the Mavericks who made it to the Western Conference last year, Western Conference Finals, and this team this year is not Kyrie Irving. It's that that team was seventh in defensive efficiency, and this team is 21st. It's a really big difference, right? That team had multiple wing defenders that you really trusted and solid protection on the back end. This team doesn't. And so I think when you're talking about like, hey, any best of seven series, whoever they match up with, could they win one? I think absolutely. Uh, but I think if you're talking about consistently winning series and delivering on the defensive end, it's hard to win series when every single series you're just, hey, we got to outscore these opponents every single night. That's not a winning formula. Chad, once again, so with after JVT. these moves, um, my bad. Hey, go ahead, Sean. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Me and Tim were like, we're, we're at different locations. So I apologize if you're listening or watching. So we got to come up with some sign language. Go ahead, big dog. Uh, JVT, just spinning back to the team that just traded away Kyrie, what are your, I mean, in a loaded Eastern Conference, you know, what what do you expect from the Nets moving forward? I think they're going to be competitive. I think they want to remain competitive. I, I think that's why you're seeing their names kind of bantied about with the Toronto Raptors. I know that was a couple of days ago, right, Tim, that Pascal Siakam was a, a package that was maybe being talked about behind the scenes between them and Toronto. I think they want to be competitive. I think that's why you acquired, instead of like two future first-round picks from the Los Angeles Lakers that actually could have some value in a few years and maybe screwing over Kyrie Irving, uh, you can go ahead and instead get like a decent wing <laughs> defender and 3D piece in Dorian Finney-Smith and a guy who can play point guard for you and Spencer Dinwiddie that you're familiar with. So I think that this Mavericks, or excuse me, this uh, Nets team wants to be competitive. So maybe they're not done yet. Maybe there is another piece that they're going to acquire. Maybe they flip Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie in that first for something else themselves. Uh, maybe Ben Simmons is on the way out. But I, I think that they're going to remain competitive. Now, winning a, the Eastern Conference when there's powers like Milwaukee, this Philly team that we're watching right now in Boston, I think that's probably a tough stretch. Maybe they're more in the boat of the Mavericks where it's going to be tough to beat them in any one series. But over the course of three, don't really see it as uh, something you want to bet on. But they're going to be competitive. I would expect them to remain as a four seed or something like that. Follow JVT on Twitter at me, JVT. He's our senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN. JVT, as always, man, we appreciate it. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you. More on the breaking news regarding the Los Angeles Lakers next. Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. Do you have questions about betting on the Super Bowl? Wondering about how to hedge? Or maybe you're looking for an unusual prop or insights from one of our hosts? The VSEN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at vsin.com slash helpdesk, and it could be answered by our experts on air or on vcin.com. Sean King on the road down there at Radio Row, Super Bowl 57. We've had great guests throughout the show and much more to come. Uh, Mitch and Paul on site, follow the money, Lombardi line, uh, Stormy down there, Matt Brown, I believe, joining the action tomorrow. So a uh, busy time down there at Radio Row and uh, great guests filing through. Sean and I sweating out some bets like we always do. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I have a Patriot League game on my computer, which is, uh, you know, you've never lived unless you have uh, Boston University and American University on your computer during work. And uh, Boston U leading by one, Sean. So there we go. Let's go Terriers uh, in that one. Well, I've got a shot. So my, my, my objective is to win West Virginia and Boston U Yeah, the two because I I'm going to lose UNC Wilmington. I, I appreciate it. I just... Tickets cash. You don't get more or less credit for, for you know, why you decided to play said oh, yeah. ticket. It's just either you cash it or you don't cash it. I wouldn't have heard the end of it if UNC Wilmington had won. I told you, Wilmington, Seahawks. What's the score in that one, Sean? Well, well, listen, listen, listen. They got outscored by 19 in the first half, and they're getting outscored by 7 in the second half. So if I have them plus 10, like, I'm not a math genius, but it just doesn't seem like, you know, not that those, ma those mathematics add up. Not right. ideal. They don't uh, add up. 26 points. But uh, I, got ball, I, I still got a shot with Boston, with Boston, and uh, I still have a shot with West Virginia. So hopefully we can get those two. I'd love just a push in CBB today. If I can just go two and two, I'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, this is this is uh, not an enjoyable watch here uh, as I have this on my I computer. did, however, for those just tuning in, we had our NBA 
most established and uh, picker on the network, Jonathan Von Tobel, on previously in a segment, and he loves the Los Angeles Clippers over their team total of 114 and a half. So if all fails, Tim, I did I did trail Von Tobel, so maybe that'll be some get back for me today, but, but hopefully that'll just be uh, icing on top of the cake because I'm not giving up on Boston or West Virginia. I think they're going to handle business. But I've kind of put the UMC Wilmington bet to bed. Outside of throwing a ticket away, I've done everything else regarding uh, that's a loser. Yeah, uh, we'll keep our eyes on those particular bets. Uh, Creighton did come back and win and cover. So if you're wondering about Creighton and Seton Hall, uh, I'm happy. Remember I said I had it on the 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 chopping block ultimately passed? Well, I'm happy because uh, Creighton won by 13. So they ended up pulling away uh, in that one. By the way, I, actually liked, I liked Creighton in that game. I didn't play it, though. You did a whole dissertation about how Seton Hall can make a run in the NCAA tournament, and now magically you like Creighton. No, but I'm saying that had nothing, no bearing on Creighton-Seton Hall tonight did you have, because I think did Seton you, Hall can get hot in the tournament. Did, did, it, did it pique your interest when Eric Eager came on set and said, I like Creighton? No, I've been talking to you about Creighton. <laughs> like, remember, I was the one that caught Brenner. That might be one of the few college basketball players I actually know his name. I've been telling you about the big... Dog. You've been Caught telling Brenner me. Came back. You've been telling me. Yeah, let's ride with okay. the Blue Jays. Because I got you. you guys, you guys, listen, you guys spent all preseason talking about Creighton. And then Creighton had a little rough stretch and all y'all jumped off the bandwagon. So what I did was went to the used car lot and I picked up the train at its lowest point. I bought low. Now I'm riding the train back up Can to the top. Can you stop where trying to take credit to for nothing? Can you go? Why don't I'm you? I'm not trying to take credit. Why don't for you anything? go to? Why don't you go to vcin.com/picks and check out when yours truly went to the window when they were laying a number against Xavier on a Saturday and won by 17. Yeah, I had them that day too. Oh yeah, magical. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I'm not in the contest, so any picks that I make on a Saturday Sunday don't get oh, added to the vcin.com/backslash/picks uh, because we don't have a show. On Saturday, so you can, and I'm not in the cool club that's in like the little college basketball contest. Got it, got it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm appreciate you. Te- I appreciate you. You got I appreciate you telling me about Ryan Kalkbrenner. I, I appreciate you uh, opening my. I eyes. didn't tell you about Ryan Kalkbrenner. I, I attached big dog to Ryan Kalkbrenner. Sh- you just sh- thought he was a guy. Sean, we have a clip on social media from me about Creighton at 12 to 1 to make the final four. Yeah, I was in that conversation as well. I didn't say you didn't like Creighton. Never did I say that. I, I never said you didn't like Creighton. You took- all, I, all I asked tonight was, I said I was going to bet Creighton tonight, and I took a deeper dive and deeper look at Seton Hall, and I saw that they won seven of their last eight, eight of their last uh, ten, and I was like, okay, maybe Shaheen Holloway is getting his alma mater turned around. We had a college basketball uh, guest on. I said, could I interest you in maybe Seton Hall to win the Big East? That just was a question. That wasn't an opinion. We didn't, didn't, have, a, say, we didn't have a guest on. You were talking to me earlier in the show, and you asked the question. I said no. Well, I know, but I was talking to the guest, like the good version of you. Right? See, this is the bad version of you. What? So what, what I, was I want to get inside. Good, I want to get inside your was, brain one of these days. Listen, what are you talking I was asking, about? <laughs> because like you are always on like this delicate balance between good and bad person. So I was talking to the good person in you, asking, trying to get some feedback from somebody that I really respect when it comes to the college basketball market about what did you think about a team like Seton Hall who had gotten hot, who was playing better about their chances to maybe upset, make a little run in the Big East tournament. That's all that line of questioning was about. And then afterwards, and the game's over, and we bring up Creighton and Seton Hall, you make it seem like I was, oh, I like Seton Hall on the money line tonight. I never said that. I've been pro Creighton. You have too. Oh, my God. I just, you're, you're, you're amazing. You truly are. You're one of a kind, and I love you. Know you know what? I, I appreciate you. that, man. I love See, you. I can I can handle compliments. Yeah, I can take compliments. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All you do is you just bring people down. Come on, Boston, hit that. Oh, good lord! I mean, for a team that shoots as many threes as as they do, you would think they would make a couple. Good God Almighty! It well, is not pretty. 
I'll, I'll update you in the NC Wilmington game. How you they doing? Still have 36. You're down 36? Uh, no, they have 36. Oh, so every okay. time I've given an update, Wilmington has had 36. So, so now you look back, hoping that they went on a 10-0 run or something, and they got 46. No, they still have 36. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping that uh, West Virginia can uh, can keep this up. 53-47. I just want to push tonight. I just want to push. If I can get a two-for-two two night in college basketball, I'll consider it a win. Well, Boston, uh, our Terriers are uh, at the under-four media timeout, leading by two. So we'll be holding on to our butts uh, on that one. Okay. All right. Uh do want to revisit the uh, the breaking news just uh, momentarily ago. We talked to uh, JVT about it um, as the Lakers have are finalizing a deal. This according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN to land D'Angelo Russell from Minnesota, Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt from Utah. Mike Conley will go from Utah to Minnesota. Russell Westbrook heads to Minnesota and a very a lightly protected first round pick, top four protected, is what uh, I have been told. Uh, what has been reported, um, and uh, those are the the big nuts and bolts of the trade. Uh, a couple other pieces: Juan Toscano-Anderson and Damian Jones. They go to the Jazz, and Nikhil uh, Alexander Walker heads to the Timberwolves. So, uh, big move, but you know, as it, it makes Sean, it makes the Lakers better, but. Are they going to win the Western Conference because of this trade? I would be very surprised. Well, I'll say this. UNC Wilmington finally got off 36. They have 38 now. So <laughs> I guess that, that that's like some sort of good news, some positive feedback from what's going on there in Charleston, South Kakalaki. But uh, none of this moves the needle. Like if the Timberwolves were getting the Mike Conley that was in Memphis, you know, prior to getting the big deal, you know, that kind of makes some sense. But – I mean, on a loaded Jazz team, Mike Conley didn't really make a difference. So he's going to go to Minnesota now with a, a team that has individual talents like Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, but not like a collection or, or the veteran, you know, uh, leadership that's needed to win. He's going to make that team better. And listen, the, the Lakers didn't do anything. Man, you can't tell me that they got better. These three jabronis are better than Russell Westbrook. Yes, they are. Russell Westbrook was now, a, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook was a he might black didn't fit. hole. He was a black yeah, hole. Yeah, he in might Los didn't Angeles. fit. He might didn't fit, but that's not a Russell Westbrook problem. He makes the team. This trade makes the Lakers a better team. Not saying it's a so playoff. So are you going and buy? Are no. you going? Are you going by Lakers to to no. win the, the the Western Conference? I if if I, I know you have two headphones on there, and I said this doesn't make them a viable candidate, but does it make them a better team? So then what are we talking yes. about? Then it's why do the trade? Because, why do a trade that doesn't Because Russell Westbrook is a, a disaster. He is an absolute disaster on that Lakers team. Sean's down in Phoenix. They got the waste management open. We'll talk to Steve Sands from the Golf Channel next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. in primetime with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King live from Phoenix the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSN the sports betting network Attention BetMGM customers have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM. Get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Wrapping things up here on VSIN Primetime. Sean King down there in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm back here in Las Vegas. We've got some sweats going on as West Virginia and Iowa State is not going to be easy. Iowa State regains the lead 58-57 with 10 minutes to go in that one. And uh, our fighting terriers, Sean King of Boston University, leading by five with uh, a minute 05 to go. And uh, a gentleman that I may or may not text on a frequent basis about some uh, stinky lines joins us on the line right now. And that would be the one and only Steve Sands from the Golf Channel. Mr. Sands, I know you're not down at the waste management, but can you just paint the picture for those who have never been there of what this scene will be like starting tomorrow? It's it's unlike anything else in golf, uh, Tim. Good to be with you and Sean as well. It's a magical week in the sport. It's a it's a time where the golfers, who are all big sports fans, um, all of them uh, love sports outside of golf, and they all joke that it's the, it's the only time all year that they feel like athletes and not golfers because they're getting booed if they miss the green sixteen. Uh, they're getting jeered. Uh, they're cheering while they're playing. Um, for the guys who may be down there who, who choose to partake, you might want to wear sunglasses because you're going to get caught looking around a lot because there's a serious, serious amount of people watching down there, uh, as Sean can attest. Um, but it's just, a, it's just a fun week. It's a week, Tim. You, you can't have it every week on the PGA Tour. It's too crazy. The guys who go embrace it. And for those of you who are going to be wagering on the thing, People who go there, there's nobody there who doesn't want to be there. The guys who don't like that nonsense and that craziness, they don't play. So if you're thinking about, you know, doing something this week with somebody or in a matchup or a four-dayer, uh, don't be, you know, don't think that his personality is not going to be conducive to success this week. He's only there because he actually enjoys the nonsense and embraces it as opposed to fighting it. Yeah, but Steve, come on, man. Golf is outdated. Like, come on, the times have changed. Like, all of the, shh, be silent. Oh, Tim Murray <laughs> approaches his putt on the 17th green. I mean, come on, man. This is what golf should be in 2023. All the tournaments should be like this. I'm convinced that if the Live Tournament really, like, opened it up and, like, created, like, all of their events to mimic, like, the waste management, like, they could take over. Like, it's professional sports. Like, part of being great at it should be being mentally tough when everything is chaotic around you. You would disagree? Uh, three things about that, Sean. A, 
I hated you ever since that playoff game. <laughs> B, B, there's no sussing when Tim putts because nobody's watching. That's also true. There. And C, and C, on a serious note, if they play, look, other tournaments have tried to duplicate what they see in Scottsdale. They can't even replicate it. They can't even come close. They do it on one hole here and there. Uh, and sometimes you can get that circus atmosphere, but collectively you'll never be able to do it. And by the way, the PGA tour, it sponsors uh, the players, the way the game is played. I agree with you that golf needs to, you know, get a little bit more progressive in that nature. I don't mean politically. I mean, just in that nature, as far as getting a little bit more raucous, more fun, but you'd be surprised walking around PGA tour events. People don't even realize the golf's going on. They're just drinking and hanging out and having a good time. And this time they're just louder than the other places. But if they did it every week, Sean, the guys would lose their minds. You just can't play this sport, uh, especially because if you're gearing up for the masters, the U S open, the PGA championship, the open championship, those four majors, they're not going to be like that at those places, especially at Augusta. So you can't do it all year round. Uh, as much fun as it would be for us, uh, they would never allow that in this sport. No chance. We're chatting with Steve Sands from the Golf Channel, uh, who is not on site. Uh, took in, uh, I believe, his uh, a little little high school hoops for his son tonight. So uh, you know, always uh, always good to have that work life balance. And uh, he may or may not be sweating Boston University with me uh, as BU right now. Uh, Steve leads by four with twenty seconds to go. Um, there you go. Taking a look at the at, at who would thrive, because I, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, what is it, 23 of the 24 top players in the world are, are in the field yep. this week? So it's loaded, yep. which means, as you well know, there is opportunities further down the board to potentially get some outright winners. So who are some players that historically have played well at the Waste Management and also, secondly, you think would thrive in this type of environment that they're going to be a part of? Yeah, I think it's a it's a personality thing. Again, all the guys who are there want to be there. They could have skipped. It's not like you have to play. It. However, uh, certain guys will do better in this type of environment. I, I think that the two favorites coming in, and, and you and I are not chalk people, and I'm sure Sean's not either. But if you're going chalk, boy, it's awfully tough to go away from Rory and John Ron. They're one and two in the world. They're one and two on the board. They both have won on desert courses already in 2023. This is a desert course being in Scottsdale. They both are coming in blistering hot and playing great. But if you're going to go off the board just a touch, I like a guy like Colin Morikawa in a situation like this. I love a guy a little bit off the pace uh, than those top two guys, even though he's a great, great player. Justin Thomas loves this type of environment. He thrives off of the big crowds, kind of like in a Ryder Cup President's Cup type of feel. If you look at the Ryder Cup and President's Cup and look at the results of some of the guys, you can see them doing well in an environment like this because this is the closest thing that a Ryder Cup or President's Cup is ever going to come to as far as atmosphere because of all the noise and all the people moving around. So I look at those guys. Um, I mean, look, I, I couldn't take Rory or John because I think that the numbers are just too short. Uh, and I don't mean short like in a basketball number. I mean, they're just they're just not mm-hmm. great numbers, no value there. Uh, but I would go down and take a look at the number Kyla Morikawa has, uh, maybe a Justin Thomas. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's some local guys. Look, Max Homa already won this year. He won at Torrey Ponds. He lives in Scottsdale. That's his home golf course as far as practicing goes. Knows the venue very well. For sure, he's not going to be one of the top couple of picks there. So you might have a little bit of value with Max, especially in matchups. Well, here's what I here's what I got down. I went back and I yeah. took the 16 and 17 champ, and I know he's been playing great, but maybe this helps him rekindle that that elite talent that he has. Hideki Matsuyama. I took oh, Colin yeah. Morikawa because he owes me. Because at Kapalua, I had him. <laughs> I was going oh, to man. bring home ten thousand dollars, and he fell apart on Sunday, so he owes me. Uh, I also have Tony for now because that, at some point he's going to break through. That- Sean, you don't think that 39 on the back nine hurt a few of us? My gosh, that was that was really <laughs> Oh, I that was brutal. Hideki, that was brutal. Here's the, here's the great thing about Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki plays well there. He's won there. And he's the kind of guy who, even though he doesn't say a lot because his English isn't English is not his number one language, he hears everything and understands English and kind of loves the atmosphere there. I think Hideki 
is definitely a guy who's just a little bit off of those top couple of picks uh, where you can get some value for sure. I think Hideki Matsuyama is going to be a guy who's going to contend this week. All right, Steve. And so, Steve, I also took Tony, I also took Tony Finau. Yeah. At some point, okay. he's going to come through on Sunday. And I got to take this guy because his dad is at Shadow Creek in Vegas, and he's been close. That's Taylor Montgomery. I mean, he's going to break through uh-huh. one of these days. And listen, I hope he does it at 60 to 1 because I got him. Oh, 60 to 1 is a good number. Taylor is a very, very good young player. He, he's going to win a bunch on the PGA Tour, no question. All right, Steve. Uh, before I let you run, a couple things. Uh, yeah, Boston, give me a won- Boston University update. Boston won and covered 60 to 54. So uh, uh, never in doubt victory for the Terriers. Uh, and then we need oh. a Super Bowl prediction for you. Well, a little birdie uh, told me that the public might be siding with Philadelphia. And that is I correct. Will take, I am a big fan of the best player on the field getting points. I love that. If Patrick Mahomes is healthy, and I think two weeks is a, is a good spot for him. I think Casey somehow finds a way to just get one extra possession, just a little bit. And I think KC wins the game in a tight one. I, I think KC, I'll take the, is it still, what's the number now, point and a half? Uh, you can get two. You can get two. Yeah, I would take KC plus the point and a half plus the two. And I would go low, by the way. I think it's going to go low. All right, you know? under and the dog. Steve, Great always stuff, a pleasure, Steve. man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, fellas, be good. There he is, Steve Sands. That's going to do it for our show. Plenty of great content coming tomorrow from Radio Row. This has been VSIN Primetime. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.